0: I'm going to call his ass in.
1: <laughs> your call has been forwarded to
2: an automatic... Oh, oh come I on! Are you... F-
1: Randy
2: Jeez. Gardner is not he available at the tone. Please record your message. When you have finished recording,
3: you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Jesus, answer the goddamn phone! Come on, man. How many shows are you going to stand us up for anyway?
2: Yeah...
0: I'm going to puke out of the microphone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, god damn it. Seriously? If you are satisfied with your message, press 1. I'm not satisfied with anything.
2: Press 2. To erase and re-record, press 3. <laughs> to continue recording where you left off, press 4. Press 4. Are you still there? At the time please continue recording. At the end of
3: your message, press 1.
2: Still recording? So like,
3: freak. So like I was saying, this is bullshit. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, please. <laughs> please record with this. <sighs> Alright,
0: we'll try the other numbers. What the hell? I know I got one as
3: Kirk. <laughs> Is that Kirk. what it says, Kirk?
0: I've got Kirk, Randy, Uncle Randy. Right. Let's try Randy. No! Oh. Oh, Sam! Oh. This might be the one that just rang and rang and rang last time. <laughs> <laughs> the hash line The Alfred line. Jesus <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. i sorry messaged... At the tone please record your message <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. When you finish recording you may hang <laughs> up Or saying? press 1 for more options To leave a callback number it's press like so somebody sort of
3: being strangled
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: What
0: the hell man what kind of message do
3: you have there? I didn't leave a message. You have reached the mailbox of. Jesus. <laughs> All right, I'm going to up on
0: this one, too, and we'll move on to Uncle Randy.
3: <laughs> uh. You heard it, too, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe they were. Recording and walking at the same time and they fell down the stairs or something. He's probably on the shitter or something.
1: Why won't it let me?
0: Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. It won't let me uh What? What? It won't let let me um add to list. A few profiles. Right.
3: <laughs> What's going on? Not too much. What are you up to, man? Finally, man. I...
2: Yes, I'm ready for the show. <laughs>
3: uh, it's about <laughs> time. What are we talking about, freak? <laughs> All you do is give me a bunch of fake numbers to call you Christ.
0: <laughs> I swear to God I have that's four tough.
3: numbers for you. I have one that's I have one that just
0: says the numbers that's your number, one that says Randy, one that says Uncle Randy, and one that says Kirk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I gotta have a bunch of aliases. (laughs) I know, know. fifteen goddamn, goddamn numbers, and you think I can reach one of them kids?
3: (laughs) 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 So, did you watch the show? What show? (laughs) The one we're talking about. What show are you talking about? Oh, Christ.
1: (laughs) Enterprise log, Captain James Kirk commanding. We are leaving that vast cloud of stars and planets which we call our galaxy. Behind us, Earth, Mars, Venus, even our sun, are specks of dust. A question, what is out there in the black void beyond? And now, It's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Mr. Scott, shall we give the Enterprise a proper shakedown? I would say it's time for that, sir. I... Before this drama unfolds, we give welcome to the ones named Kirk and Spock. You! What planet is this?
2: Which one do we use the captain? Do
1: we violate the treaty, Captain?
2: Sir,
0: someone is stealing the Enterprise.
2: What are you scratching us?
1: Humans make illogical decisions. Distract sequence completed and engaged. No! Yes, I found Mrs. Spock! I'm talking to Mr. Spock, you understand it! Starfleet, do you read? This is the Enterprise. We are under attack.
0: Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Monthly Monday, number 69, dude. 69, <laughs>
1: dudes!
0: All month, it's 69 month at Two True Freaks. And I made the mistake of trying to tease it 69 month a little bit on the Facebook page, and everybody thought it was going to be Bill and Ted
1: month.
3: We already did Bill and Ted. Where the hell have our listeners been? <sighs> anyway? We did part one. We didn't do part two, did we? Ah, oh, that's true. We
0: didn't. We couldn't milk that for a whole we month. We could. We
3: probably could
0: do a whole month though because There's there was comics and there was, there the was cartoons. There yeah, was
3: Yeah, exactly. We probably could. But the probably. thing is we already did the movie though. Yeah, but what do we do? Do we do a commentary? I think we did a commentary, didn't we?
0: We either did a commentary. It might have been it might Yeah, I think it was. I think it was one of the first commentaries we did. Yeah, I think it was too. So great. Dude, could do it again, but uh, <laughs> this month finally, man. Yeah, that not like they'd notice. Exactly. Finally, we have nailed down Uncle Randy.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs>
0: so we we have the holy trinity of it's it's only really Star Trek when you got the when you got the the three the you know the trinity together. Mm-hmm. Kirk, Spock, and McCoy, and I guess we're gonna let Randy be Kirk, and and Scott and I can fight over who has to be McCoy. There's <laughs> nobody will, I'll be McCoy, because I got I'll, I'll be a hurrah. I got the smoker voice Ew
2: <laughs> I look You know who I point. am
0: You should be Wilson <laughs> <laughs>
2: how, how you been? <laughs> Fine, you could be
0: Farrell or James too
2: Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Traitor. Oh man. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kirk's got some good lines in this one.
0: <laughs> oh, he gets to get pissed, man. He gets to screw his face up and turn beat red. And um You know, I the only real Star Trek news I got this month is somebody Chris Munz just sent me the my dream vehicle. Not that I have a driver's license or anything, but it's like a 1978 GMC van with the Enterprise phasering some poor planet on one side and then the other side of it. I don't know if you've seen it yet on the Facebook page, Scott, but it's spectacular. No. It's in total 70s van airbrush art. is Mr. Spock. It's like Conan the Barbarian style. It's Mr. Spock standing with a topless Vulcan woman. <laughs> And on the back, it's got, like, it's got Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. There's a Klingon hiding in the in the wood pile in, in one part of it and, like, space stations. It's beautiful.
3: Hmm. I have not seen that. Or it's just like, a, a, a picture he took of a van he saw somewhere It's in a Craigslist. Thing? Somebody, somebody oh. had it
0: painted and customized in 1978. Wow! And have kept it. It's like it's like right out of 1970, right out of a time machine. Wow! You know? I'll I'd live in if if any of you viewer listeners want to buy that thing for me, I don't have a driver's license. I'll just move into it. <laughs> I'll just park it down somewhere. by the river. Down by, but I got a river right here in town. I'll park right down <laughs> by the a river, river and live in it. that sucker, man.
3: <laughs> what are they asking for
0: it? More than I got. I didn't even look to be honest with you cuz I know I can't afford it cuz it's just it's beautiful you know it's right it's like brand new and it's a guy who's like a car he's just like, "Oh, we have too many cars around the house, so we're finally getting rid of this old beauty, you know." Hmm. Kind of like Alfred did with Pete.
2: <laughs> this ain't Pete? Who the hell are you? <laughs>
3: Well, I had something to talk about Star Trek news related, and I can't remember what the hell it was. It so I guess we just important. yeah. I'm telling you the the freaking Alzheimer's hitting me hard this week. The old timers. Yeah, it's it's been a week and a half. So yeah, I'll, if it's important, I'll remember. If it's not, I'll I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, I say we
0: just get to this episode because I. I i'm really excited to hear
3: what you guys have to say about this i'm excited for what randy's gonna have to say on this one because honestly i don't know that i have all that much on this one but i know that this was a favorite of randy's at least as i recall that it was anyway we'll we'll find out but
0: and of course we're talking about the season three masterpiece (laughs) the enterprise incident
1: Ship. Your ship is surrounded, Captain. If you board this ship, I'll blow it up. I must see your authorization. Over oh, there, sir. Except what is happening between us. I cannot allow the captain to be further destroyed. I say now that Captain Kirk ordered the Enterprise across the neutral zone on his own initiative and his craving for glory. That's a lie. He is not sane. You lie, you! You will take a small band of Romulans aboard the Enterprise. As its command. By your own standards of normality, this man is not fully competent. No, not now. The doctor has now confirmed your testimony. I instinctively used the Vulcan death grip. Your instincts are still good. The captain is dead.
2: What are you chuckling
0: about, man?
1: Eh. I think for season
0: three, this is a masterpiece. Eh, that's
3: debatable. <laughs> Alright, so the Enterprise incident. This is from the Nitpicker's Guide for Classic Trekkers by Phil Ferrand. The synopsis reads as such. Apparently on his own, Kirk orders the Enterprise into Romulan space. Soon, three Romulan ships appear and demand Kirk's surrender. He refuses, knowing the Romulans desperately want the Enterprise intact. After a few minutes, the subcommander asks Kirk and Spock to beam over to the Romulan, Romulan flagship to discuss the matter with his superior. During questioning by the Romulan commander, Spock reveals that Kirk acted alone, hungry for glory. Moments later, Kirk attacks his first officer for betraying him. Spock grabs the captain's face and Kirk crumples to the floor. The first officer states that he was not prepared and instinctively used the Vulcan death grip. Whoops. Back on, the- <laughs> back on the Enterprise, Kirk resuscitates. There is no Vulcan death grip spock merely used a nerve pinch to simulate death wasn't well, that convenient <laughs> the entire episode has been a ruse to get kirk uh give kirk the opportunity to steal a romulan cloaking device the captain then beams back over outfitted as a romulan and accomplishes the mission as scott rigs this uh, device, device into the deflector shield Chekov locates spock with the sensors after beaming spock back to the ship kirk blasts away at warp nine the Romulan ship pursues, but Scott turns on the cloaking device, and the Enterprise fades from view. You know what? If this had been the episode, it would jump up so high in my estimation. This does not mention a goddamn word about the stupid love story that takes up so much of this episode. It's season not a word. 30, man. There is not a word about
0: it. It's just like the gas passers. Spots a ladies' man in season three. He is a total
3: pimp in the third season. Yeah, he is.
0: He would have. I think he would have taken one for the team if it had come down to that. The timing <laughs> of this whole thing. I think he was thinking about it. Oh, I would have been thinking about it for sure, man. Hey,
3: you you like
0: the skanky ones, man. She was like a skanky. Well, she
3: was Romulan. But... She was a skanky milf. That's what she was. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: <man. laughs>
3: what. what? Wasn't that Lee Merriweather?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's who she looked like. So I want to hear your thoughts on that, because am I right? Didn't you like this one when we were kids, Randy? Don't you put words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I did.
2: And it's funny, though, because as I watch it now, I think to myself, why did I like this shit episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys!
3: <laughs> well, here's no, the thing, I, though. I I no. didn't think I you know I started watching it and Kirk's acting really goofy and there's all this weird shit going on and then there's a Vulcan death grip and the for one thing the music is crap which pains me to say because it's it's um I'm pretty sure it's Alexander Courage in this one. But then as soon as you get to where Kirk resuscitates, all of a sudden it turns into a pretty good episode. But up to that point, I was like, God damn, this is a stupid episode. It's it's just, it's the acting is like really, it's not even like poor acting. It's, it's just like, Kirk is the one that's supposed to be over the top, but kind of everybody is up to a point. And then all of a sudden it's like, You snap into a more or less normal episode, and it's it's got a very disjointed feel to it. It's
0: like Mission Impossible; they're all in their roles, and they're in their roles instead of just like they double act. So all of a sudden they're like way going over the top, which I'm you know I'm laying down my money to see Kirk go over, and this is like Shatner playing Kirk playing. Kirk who's gone crazy then playing a Kirk Klingon. Gelder, yeah. So it's just like layers <laughs> upon layers and you get to get that Kirk pissed off where it, that you only see back in season one with The Enemy Within where he right. gets so mad that his face turns like that baby cry red and then he, <laughs> he, he's like so mad that he's almost grinning. You know, he does right. that like <clears throat> okay, i kill you! When he gets the death grip, man, that's the greatest, like, it's like, it's like what, like, he got Joker
3: poisoned or gassed or something. He's just like, (laughs) it's just (laughs) awesome. Well, as great as Shatner is when he screams, what I like is the few episodes where he has the soundless scream where he's making that face like he's screaming, but no sounds actually coming out. And he does he does that in this one. When he gets the Vulcan death grip, he makes that face, but doesn't actually have any sound coming out. And it's just great. He, well, he makes I'm trying so to remember what the other episode is that he does that in, and I always thought it was really cool. Does I can't great, remember what episode. does a great, claw jazz hands, too, you know. <laughs> it's
0: just <awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> It, you know it's like it's like those Looney Tunes cartoons where Bugs Bunny would die and keep kicking his feet and stuff right is awesome <laughs>
2: and it's all in all i mean I, I was just gonna say all in all i mean i uh, there's there's things about it I like, but all in all, you know watching it after I haven't watched it in a while I, I tend to lean more towards it's not as good as I thought it was. But it's not one that I wouldn't watch again. I mean, there's a few that I could care if I ever saw again. <laughs> this wasn't one of them. My main thing, though, it, it, and again, when I'm, I'm picking these apart is, <clears throat> for instance, with this whole cloaking device and everything, it's just so, and and I know it's science fiction, and I know it's the story, and, and without it, it wouldn't work. But it's it's just, you know, it's just so amazing how, they steal this thing. It works for their ship. They don't have to adjust anything. Yeah, they just uh, plug know, Scottie... it in with
0: the USB cable. and. Like... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, you know, it's, and, and I know Scotty's the engineer, and he's brilliant and all that, and he's the best of the best, but, I mean, it just, it, it's... Well, because he knew exactly amazing.
0: what it was. It was basically Nomad and Sargon hooked together.
2: <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> basically. I know, right? Well, did they know <laughs> totally that the the goddamn thing wasn't even plugged in. Kirk just lifts it out of the uh, thing yeah. and there's no wires attached. I'm like, well, how the f- does that work? You know, I mean, he just pulls it right out. <laughs> he takes it. You know? I'm like, it's I know. Mean, yeah, okay. I mean,
2: even Lance needed a hammer to beat it in with or something, you know. <laughs>
0: that
2: I mean, they don't great. need any tools or nothing. Kirk just he just lifts it, it out. It
0: oh, it s- works just beating on it and swearing
2: at it. <laughs>
3: that
2: goddamn thing wouldn't fit. I told you it wouldn't.
3: I would love... I, I think it would have been so realistic in this. I would have loved if, if they brought it back to the Enterprise and Scotty's like, I'll, I'll be screwed if I know how the hell this thing works. I don't read I don't. Oh, you know, shit, Captain, we're in trouble.
0: Figure it out. Yeah. yeah, man, <laughs> you can't even plug in your computer in a different country, you know, you put in this cloaking device. <laughs>
2: And it works, and, and <laughs> it's just amazing. Well, they only had well on the flip side, it. that's what made Star Star Trek so great, you know. Yep.
0: Well, that that's is. what I'm I'm saying. For a third season episode, this is this has got pretty much got it all, you know.
2: It really does. For, you know, for it, your, your Star your Trek entertainment
0: really like. And and this was like a DC Va- Fontana wrote it. And, you know, like, the lady writers loved, especially by the third season, because Spock was huge with the female viewers and, the and like, I mean, the whole foundation of, like, the Save Star Trek movement was basically women. So I think they, like, this was in the third season, they were like, we really need to put more, Spock's got to get busy because the ladies want to see him, yeah. uh.
3: That's where the preponderance of the Spock getting it on episodes are is in the third season. Oh, right,
0: right. Because by that time, Mr. Spock was a huge hit and the ladies all wanted to, like, break through that shell to to the goopy candy, the plock toad soup inside or whatever the hell. It's
3: it. funny how that doesn't really work in real life, though, because if that was a real life thing, then Charles Petty would have been just <laughs> getting more ass than the, anybody we ever knew. The would have been crawling, happen, crawling up you know? and
2: down him. Yeah.
3: Yep. Didn't well, they? you know,
2: I think that ultimately come down to is the ladies wanted to see what a Vulcan package looked like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 it's green. I, I w- green and double pronged or something like that (laughs) Charles Petty I I think Spock bathed more than Charles Petty too so that might have had something
2: to do with it yeah and as far as I know he didn't touch kids either
3: oh Jesus did he? yeah that's yep oh god I did not know that this did
0: not end well in the Charles Petty story oh no
2: too many pencil erasers to the back of the head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, somehow I don't think it was that. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Don't, don't think it was a Dil Imdad that drove him to to do whatever he did. But that's Man. that's Carthage, New York for you. What a wacky place. So is he somewhere burning oh, yeah. big rocks into little rocks today? Probably. I don't know. Probably salt so. He might be wow. one of those little rocks, because, because again, folks, then folks, I don't folks know, like he that are working. Yeah, folks mm-hmm. like that aren't aren't appreciated in jail. I hear. Right. They're yeah. Kind of low on the pecking order. Right. Well. <laughs> Wasn't well, this a cheery episode?
2: <laughs> yeah, moving onward and upward. I
0: <laughs> I love how they they do it. The whole beginning, you know. Is it true that Vulcans lie? It's true that Vulcans cannot lie, and he lies his ass off from that point <laughs> on through the whole sh- show.
2: <laughs> this, like as soon as he said
0: it's true, Vulcans cannot lie, that was his first lie. They should have their brains should have been exploding like hairy mud computers.
3: All right, correct me if I'm wrong, but does not the entire mission hinge upon the fact that they're gonna beam over there? And the Romulan commander is gonna get all horned up for Mister Spock. I can only guess they had some sort of
0: intel that she was like had a weak spot for Vulcans or like.
3: That's some that's some amazing, de- you know, spy work. Right she did there, not waste. She did not waste any time either. She didn't screw around. She had a whole plan. Yeah.
2: I was gonna say that that that's a little fishy, little corny, you know.
3: That's the part of it that really doesn't work. You know, everything else I can buy, you know, Kirk, uh, you know, now while I, you know, obviously I like it when, when Shatner hams it up, that was one of the things that really attracted me to classic Trek, the the TV show. And it's one of those things I, I still find endearing today is when Shatner just gets to just go all Shatner, you know, and he does like crazy in this one to good and bad effect. So, you know, taking all that into account, I like that. I, I can buy that going into the plot and everything. But where the episode does, honestly, you know, I can even forgive the whole thing with the cloaking device and that Scotty can, can rig it to work for them in, you know, in like the last two minutes of the show. And I, I can forgive all that shit. But the part of it that doesn't work for me is the fact that, you know, that their intel was so amazingly spot on that they knew that just taking Spock over there would serve as enough of a diversion for their commander that you know that they'd spend hours and hours in her quarters you know getting it on while Kirk can do whatever the hell he wants and I'm like come on well, then the, how could you possibly know that well then you know? they
0: set up all that stuff and then Kirk does stupid shit like call up Spock Yes. In the middle of it and just like, how are you doing? Hey. Oh, hey, you heard that new record? Yeah. Where are you? What are you doing? You having fun?
3: <laughs> new T16? G- yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Just giving them, like, I don't know if that was part of the plan to get Spock busted to buy even more time or well,
3: whatever, but that's Spock a crap. I think Spock calls Kirk, doesn't he? Or did- was it Kirk calling? I can't remember, but yeah, when it happened, though, I thought the same thing is like, how the hell do you not do you know that's like you're not calling him at just like the wrong moment where it's gonna bust him exactly. and get him killed, you know? And why would the Romulans <laughs> let Spock just carry his communicator
0: around once he's mm-hmm. over there? Especially when basically they think they're in a situation where the enterprise is, is um surrendering.
3: Right.
2: You
0: know, I'd be i I'd, I'd take that communicator right off him. That would be a you know a, a possible security breach. As it was. <laughs> As it turned out to be. Yeah, right. And I love I love how Kirk just uses this. He doesn't even bother with different, like, excuses to knock out the guards. He just pulls a whole shady. Who are you? I don't recognize you. Something's gone wrong. You
3: got to check it out. Who ha ha Exactly. Each time he knocks out the guards, and he knocks out like two or three of them. Every time he does it, it's a simple like hoo ha, and they're dead. They're Romulans. These are these are goddamn Romulans. They're they're the cousins of Vulcans. We've seen in a number of episodes that when Spock gets pissed off, he's got the strength of twenty men. So what the hell Kirk is this with
0: the room like nothing? Yeah,
3: and Kirk and, should. And, yeah, and, yeah, they should be Romulans kicking Romulans aren't
0: eggs. peaceful like Vulcans. They're all into a, beating up somebody just for fun.
3: Right, yeah, they're supposed to be the the well, slightly more like logical warrior race, you know. So basically, they're like suave Klingons, you know. And he's thumping and, the hell out of them.
2: <laughs> well, one of the things that goes along with that too is, I mean, how stupid can they be? You know what I mean? They're supposed to be these uh, ruthless, intelligent savages that you know it, you, they can't be trusted, and this and that and the other. But the little scheme they do is like, I mean they couldn't figure that out <laughs>
0: yeah right that's something they I mean, would that would be the sort of thing they would pull off actually
2: mm-hmm. yeah or maybe the exactly clink- you know it, it, it's like Spock's her blind love for for mr Spock allowed everything to take place it's it's yeah. a little little goofy you know but that's the power of a Vulcan package <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's some powerful stuff right there.
0: <laughs> well, they did sort of play. She was playing. Hit thought she was playing him with the old honeypot scam, but he did the. They did the reverse honeypot, and it was it was a good scam because it played on her lust for power. You know, she was gonna get the. You know, she was gonna bring the Enterprise home with yeah, dead Kirk in the in the first in command, renouncing the humans to come over to the. Romulans, but it's almost it's it's again it is it's almost too good to be true, you know. Yeah. It, the 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 whole Vulcan death grip too thing. If I were the Romulans and they did that with Kirk, I'd be like, fine, okay, I get to keep his head. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's just dump him out. Let's <laughs> just jettison him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and my, I know. Maybe. My,
0: other favorite part is when he wakes up on the gurney in in, in sick bay, and they do that, I don't know if they did it just because they didn't get a good shot of him like opening his eye, but they do that weird like, they reverse it, so his eye yeah. opens and then closes and it's kind of slow motion.
3: It's just weird.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I noticed that too, there was something really bizarre about that shot. It's like, it's like he opened his eye too fast
0: or something and they didn't have time to do another shot and they were just like, let's (laughs) just slow it down and reverse it so it looks like he opens it and closes it. But it's like no human has ever opened and closed their eyes and (laughs) and ever, you know. Maybe Kirk got special (laughs) powers when they bobbed his ears. (laughs) Maybe that's, he
3: got Romulan
0: strength. (laughs)
3: Well, ever since I was a kid, I always thought that 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 was that, that he just looks ridiculous as a as a Romulan in this one. What are you guys, do you guys? Oh, think he, he looks, looks all cool stumpy. Or... No, he
0: looks. Yeah. All, just, he's he's well, he's Shatner, so he's short anyway. Mm-hmm. So he looks like yeah, he looks like the world's weakest Romulan. <laughs> he's
2: the he looks award. like Hermy from. He looks like Hermie the dentist. He <laughs> 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 <It> does. <laughs> he wants to be a dentist
3: (laughs) well you know that you know all the other romulans we've seen are tall and you know kind of beefy and they've all got dark hair you know they kind of got the spock ball cut thing going and then you got kirk going over there and he's still got the same kirk hair right right? completely different color and he's a he's kind of a small guy and he's kind of lanky and all and it's like how are these guys fooled by this you know, it's it's Kirk with pointed ears. And how are they not they he's just walking this. around? Yeah, and plus, you would think that. I mean, I maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it always appeared to me like those Romulan ships were a lot smaller than the Enterprise. So you would think, okay, so here's this this vessel, and and they're out there, you know, in space, and they're on patrol and doing their thing and everything. You would think that being a smaller ship, that they'd come to know each other pretty well. So. If suddenly some guy walks around the corner right. you've never seen him before you'd be like, "Whoa, wait a minute. What?"
0: In the, and not, the guy, not
3: only that but in the most off limits part of the
0: ship during a exactly. weird encounter with a with a, with a Federation <laughs> ship.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, I've never served on a submarine, but I would think that pretty quickly you get to know everybody that's on that thing. You know what I mean? That whether they work oh, in ab- your department absolutely. or Absolutely. You know, I mean seriously, so that's that was kind of why, my first thought is when he comes around the corner that first time is like, Why isn't this guy going, Wait a minute, who that who the hell are you? you know well, I think he, he had a higher rank sort of thing
0: that put him off. Well that makes uh, it
3: even worse. At it's, first it
0: does, but it, at first they go, What? This guy outranks me, you know, but then Yeah, I don't know. I'm try I'm just trying to make
3: something up. <laughs> and, I'm just trying to make it work. I don't know. I'm not trying to tear it down, though. I, you know, in, in in a weird kind of way, I got a kick out of it. It's just it, it has some problems, that's for sure. A couple of things I did notice though, or, or wanted to talk about, was, uh, you know, Spock makes that that uh, quick announcement right there at the beginning of the episode that uh, Romulans are now using Klingon ships. Well, that was because I don't know which version of this you guys watched, but if you watch the original version of it, they're uh, they're all Klingon ships that they get surrounded with, and that was because of the the toy deal that was going on it was either a toy or a model kit I think uh, it, maybe was maybe it was Aurora a model kit or, or, yeah the Aurora, Aurora model yeah so they they had gone to using that and they were trying to you know get that one to sell and everything so they were using that as part of it um but if you watch the enhanced one I thought it was really cool because it's a mixture of Klingon and Romulan Birds of Prey which works really the Klingon really good
0: into the John yeah
3: burn Romulans comics Oh, does
0: it? Oh yeah, oh they tell the whole story of why they're using Klingon ships and.
3: Oh, that, okay, yeah, yeah. I I think I've read that one as well. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Well, in this enhanced episode, with uh, when the Romul or when the Klingon ships come in they actually have the Romulan Bird of Prey painted on the bottom of the hull. So I thought that was really cool. That was a nice little touch. The special effects, you know, the enhanced special effects for this episode look really good. Yes, especially when
0: I, I like the part when the Enterprise got the cloak all hooked up and, and raced past Right. all the ships. And you just sort of saw them disappearing in the distance and firing. Yeah, it was really neat. Which version
3: did you watch, Randy? I watched the newer one. That you yeah. watched, yeah. yeah. What did, what I,
2: did you think? I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, you know, I, I think that uh, you know, the, the, you got to remember, like for me and and you and I, I think probably all of us. I used to watch it on Channel Eleven after school, and they were right. divots and and dark spots and and you know just anything better than that is 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 like wow. Anyway. But I bought all the DVDs and and they're the enhanced ones and and it's just it's it's awesome. It's it's just you know it's 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 cool. I wish I amazing could. what they can do with old film. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I wish though that I could still like I would love to to see those Channel Eleven Star Treks.
2: The, like, they were fantastic. Yeah, it, you know, in
0: all their crappy awesome. glory, you know. Somewhere that yeah, somebody it, there's some old cooter in in canada who's got like a box full of tapes Who is a star (laughs) trek fan who's probably got every one of those channel 11 star treks and it'll probably only another couple years before they end up in the garbage you know but i know it's sad oh i would love to see those again and and i mean we used to gripe and cry about them and if they were the only ones that i got this was able to see i'd still gripe and cry about it but (laughs) you know now thinking back at it i'd love to you know the ones that would start out with a different teaser at the opening, and then they'd start go into a whole different episode. Uh. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, I know I it's, it's funny. There's, I, I was gonna say there's a, 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 at least a handful of times where I remember it'd be 15 minutes into an episode, it'd go to commercial, I'd come back with a glass of milk or soda or whatever, come back, sit down, excited to watch the rest, and it's a, you come back and it's a different, wrong episode,
3: <laughs> 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 episode. yeah. I know it's that like, def- it definitely did that with uh, with where no man has gone before. Mm-hmm. I it, can definitely remember it, that either that was the yeah. episode that you were watching, and it came back, and it was a different one, or you came back and it was that one from another. I can't remember which order it was, but I know that that was that was definitely the one one of the ones involved with that happening. Because back in those days, they took a sixteen
0: millimeter print, like just like you would get in your classroom in school. And they would transfer it at the, at the TV station onto like those, you remember those flatbed VCR setups that were right, yeah. in school? Yeah. They would just transfer the 16 millimeter to those and that would be what they probably used at Channel 11 all the time. That's why they were so crappy. Well,
3: the, one, <laughs> the one that used to make me nuts, and this happened on several episodes too, is remember back like... like when you would watch home movies or when you would watch a movie, you know, like a film in, in like say science class or something. And the film would jump like you're watching it, but it would go like, and it would jump and like get that vibration in it. They used to do that yeah. while we were watching Star Trek. The freaking sure. film would start to go, blah, 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 and you couldn't make out what the hell was going on. Because their transfer <laughs> machine <laughs> was
0: probably a piece of crap. Yeah, it was a
3: piece of shit. But they would leave it like that for like the entire And I'm like, God damn, I can't watch this. It's giving me a headache. But, I, I mean, know, it, I
2: hated that. But and it, it's, it always seems like it was on a Friday... So you're waiting all weekend for them to start up again on Monday. It'd be, you'd get home from school, it's the weekend, Friday, yeah, Star Trek's on, and it would be some stupid shit like that where it would shake the whole episode or, <laughs> you know, it, or, or it'd start out being the enemy within, and then, uh, you know, you go to commercial, it comes back, and it's Muds Women or some suck <laughs> episode that I didn't like, and I'd get all pissed off like Lance. Ah, uh, God, it used to send me. I, I'm surprised
0: we thing. never kicked in the screen of that little black and white TV you had in your room, Scott.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you used to bounce used, you used what? to bounce enough Atari controllers off the
3: of Oh things. Jesus, I went through so many of those things. <laughs> the sound, the, just the sound.
0: <laughs> that's a sound that kids aren't going to hear any day is that tonk of a of a a square square-based Atari joystick bouncing off a tube TV. yeah Yeah,
2: exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah then your father going on what the hell's going on up there what's going on in there
3: oh man I'll never forget. That was uh, my, for the first time my mother ever heard me swear was because of playing friggin' Atari. I was playing Atari and got <laughs> got killed or blown up. Probably got for, thought, and I got grounded for like three weeks because of that, too. I, I cussed and she came come up and just reamed my ass out. She was so pissed. What the hell did you just... <laughs> and just going off on me. It was like that scene in... Christmas story, and you know? I was like, "Where did you hear that?" And I'm thinking, about, "Where didn't I hear that?" Yeah, exactly. The old man says this 15 times a day. You know what am I supposed to say? <laughs>
0: it was a time I had between,
3: between my father and your father. You know when? Oh, when I know. It. I, when haven't I heard this word? You know?
2: I know they were silver-tongued devils. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man! Well, I, you know there was a lot of those episodes too. I can remember where either when like the episode would start, or when it would come back from a commercial, the music would warble like crazy. Oh, remember yeah. that? It come back. You go. Yeah. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like it was like it was being played underwater or something. Yeah. Oh, one of the uh,
2: on Channel Eleven. There used to be, it'd be about the same time every episode or every time it showed that episode Neary, where mm-hmm. they're peeking out the window and they wipe a hole in the whatever right. and they'd peek out and all of a sudden the freaking screen or, or the, the the film would go bouncing around and jumping all around. Oh, it used to, I, I can remember that like it was yesterday. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and they throw bricks off of Sparks' head. <laughs>
3: no, you listen, Miri. <laughs> like, a <laughs> you to
2: like freak.
3: listen, Miri. <laughs> I love that episode. Oh, all right. Are we ready to fire up the... uh the random. We got any other notes on this one? Yeah, I just.
0: My favorite part of the whole thing, this whole show, was when um, they, when everybody thought Kirk was dead, and um, Scotty get, lays eyes on him, and oh, he is Romulan get up. That's some great, great acting there. That's a. He just the the grin that he busts into is great because not only is he happy that Kirk's alive. But Scotty's devious Scottish brain is figuring out, oh, they got a plan. Yep. Yeah. They got, yeah. Okay, this is the Kirk I know, you know. And that that's just a great Star Trek scene right there.
2: Yeah, that is. That's cool.
3: Do you remember at one point we were covering the comics and there was a story... I wish I could remember this better but there was there was some story well if the comics were a little better maybe yeah would. <laughs> that that's the problem but there there was some mention of the fact that I'm trying to remember what the hell it was I think the like the Federation president calls them up and gives them a mission does this sound familiar and you and I were like wait, 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 what, what, what's the Federation doing calling them up and like giving them their marching orders? We made, we made kind of a, maybe we didn't, maybe I did, but but kind of a big deal was made of the fact that we were kind of stumped, like, wait a minute, since, since when does like the, the council or the president call them up and, and, and issue their orders? Do you remember this at all? Vaguely. Yeah. And, uh, so as I was watching this episode, I, I couldn't tell you where it was. I didn't like write it down or anything. I just kind of made a mental note. There was actually a mention in this of uh, the fact that they do uh, take orders from Starfleet, or somebody says the Federation Council. So I, you know, I just thought it was worth noting that. Well, I guess maybe maybe yeah. there is some sort of precedent. for Yeah, that. no, I just, it was
0: I, sort of like a military mission. You know, right. all of a sudden, you know, Kirk was involved in something secret that he couldn't even tell his ship about. Right. Which you would have think thought he would have been pitching fits about, but he was all into it. Yeah, he was. What I was mean, that? I
2: I love the idea of of the spying and the espionage and 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 the secrets to to obtain this uh, you know new weapon of of uh, that can be so uh, you know powerful and not yet so dangerous and. I mean, all that is, is really cool. And, and I think that the problem is, though, is, is it, it, it it gets tainted with they had to add, uh, you know, 30 minutes of The Young and the Restless into it. It's mush,
0: right.
3: mush, right? Well, it's, for me, it's yeah. not even so much that is that, OK, why don't you just have Kirk walk out at the beginning of the episode and bark the order? You know, OK, we're going into the neutral zone. And when somebody questions him, he'd be like, "You know, that's none of your business, Mister." Blah, blah blah. Obey your captain, whatever. But they they have this ridiculous setup of with McCoy. You know, it, it starts out with McCoy going, "Captain Kirk's been a real dickhead lately, and we can't <laughs> figure out why." And then Kirk's coming out and snapping at everybody and. Being kind of an ass and you know and it just it's it's really space cramps and it you know it undercuts the episode in my opinion because it makes right out of the gate it's being kind of goofy you know I mean I know what they were going for but it just it in my opinion it just doesn't work it comes off as kind of camp cheese you know as instead of what it really is is that it's kind of a cool idea like you say. That okay, you will know, it's mission impossible. Defund- yeah, it's mission impossible, but it doesn't come it off really that is.
2: way. It ne- yeah, it never does. You know, it never reaches its potential, and that's the sad part. Because, like you said, Scott, at the beginning, I, this is one that when I was a kid, I I really liked. I I really did, and and you know, obviously, it's it's been a while since I've watched that one, and I'm older, but it just it didn't do do for me this time what it did in the past. And there's some other ones that. Um, I can think of that that are are even better now as I've gotten older, and then there's some right. that I thought to myself, you know, I can't believe they ever put these suckwat episodes on <laughs> film. <laughs>
3: well, that's you know that's been if there's any one thing that I'm really proud of with this show, and and there's a number of them, but one of the things I've really been proud of is the fact that that's kind of the voyage of discovery that Chris and I have had with this show as we've gone along. And I mean, we've got a lot of the episodes knocked out. Now we really don't have that many left. And that's kind of been a common theme is there's been a number of times where no, you know, cause we picked these episodes with a random number generator and there's been a number of times where, you know, an episode came up and, and we got the title for the next one we're going to do. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, you know, that's a shit episode. But then I watched it. I'm like, <laughs> Damn! Why did I not not like this as a kid? This is a really good episode. And then there was, you know, there's been a handful that I was like, I love this as a kid. Now I watch it and I think it's stupid. So you know, it, it's been this nice voyage of discovery of you know that your tastes do change. You know that you do discover Definitely. things that maybe you didn't see before when you were a kid, or you see things as an adult and you go, Wow, I must have been a stupid kid because this really is dumb. You know. But uh, yeah. the, the the one that always stands out to me is. Um, the one with Apollo. I hated that episode when I was... I just thought it was stupid. But I love... And now, as an adult, that is one of my favorite episodes. I mean, that one's easily yeah. like in my top ten, maybe even my top five. I really like that one. It's well acted. It's got good effects. It's got a great story. And the acting is top notch. So I don't know what the hell my problem was, was with it as a kid. But this one was weird for me going into it because I... I did not have fond memories of this one. The, the my best memories of this episode uh from being a kid was watching it like, you know, after hours at the at the hot dog stand when we'd right. be cleaning up and stuff and like I can remember when th- if this one ever came on and Gary was in the room, Gary would just laugh his ass off at this one. So that was my memories yeah. is that it wasn't necessarily a good episode, but it was one that we had fun making the fun, fun of. But yeah, watching it again absolutely. I uh, you know, I definitely got that feeling of the first half of the episode because I do think the first half's kinda shit. But then it, it reaches that like halfway point, and it's right about the time that Kirk revives back on the Enterprise. All of a sudden I thought, eh, this isn't half bad, but it's drugged down so bad by the stupid love story between a- Spock and that and the Romulan woman. But
0: well, maybe now that I'm over yeah. an adult and I have appreciation for for dirty, milfy Klingon <laughs> Romulan ladies, even though she's got a little bit of a sideburn for her, she's got a little Elvis going on on there. But you know, that might have been that might have been clouding my perception of it this time around. Because I my
3: thoughts are straying. Did you watch this one with your pants off again? I watched the ball with my pants off. Why? Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Just in case just in case an episode like this comes along, you know? <laughs> All oh, I was wearing was my cloaking device. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. Pick the next. Episode. All right. I got fired up the
0: old Star Trek computer. Ah, oh, this clunky old bastard.
3: All right. Number 15. That's got to be in the first season. It- Ooh. We have been holding this puppy in reserve for a long time. And I think that now is, oh, is time. Is this what I think it is? What do you think
0: it is? Was this the one, now I can't remember the guy's name, the Elvis yes. impersonator. Yes. It's his favorite yes. episode.
3: Yep, this is Shore Leave. I yes. think Randy likes this one, if I'm not mistaken. Because this like, is one oh, yeah. Finnegan.
0: Jimmy yeah. Boy. Oh, come on, man. This has we're, We got Finnegan coming in. You got
3: Finnegan. You uh, got Ruth. <laughs> yeah, my beautiful Ruth. <laughs> she looks like Miss Piggy.
2: <laughs> Doesn't she? I she know. Looks like he's a freaking. Like- he's a. He's been all over the universe. He's a starship captain. He's had all these babes, and then he he's he just remembers
3: Ruth. <laughs> Christ, she looks like Lil. <laughs> <laughs> she, she looks like Miss Piggy in, like, a Sharon dress or something because it's, like, I half know black her. and what? half white. Yeah. She, she's easily one of the ugliest women on Trek, in my opinion. Well, Sorry yeah, to the actress. She's probably 20 years dead by now, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like that episode though. You know what's funny oh, is I that can't. you know Kirk's trying to get it on with Ruth, and she, like I said, she's got the 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 pig face and everything. But then the the woman that McCoy's macking on in the episode, she's gorgeous. McCoy doesn't mess around when it comes to uh yeah fantasy
0: ladies. Yeah, Kirk yeah. has seen everything. Well, Kirk, it's just like hey, it's the Bill. It's called the Bill Clinton effect. <laughs> You've gotten so much that hey, you know that that chunky uh. <laughs> Chunky chick in the corner there, hey, you know, Chunky don't knock it until you tried it, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that old bones wanted to give her his bones. Kirk so. is
0: kind of the <laughs> <Kirk> is.
3: <laughs> now that makes me wonder well, if McCoy, McCoy's Dan a hard-drinking had...
0: Southern boy. He's he knows what he wants, man. He doesn't mess around. He's got like he's gonna bring up some Southern bells.
3: You know, now it makes me wonder if Janice Rand had any any uniforms hanging in the back of her closet with like that one mysterious stain on it.
0: <laughs> oh, one mysterious yeah. stain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he was probably he
0: was probably lending it to Scotty after they'd have a after they'd be sitting around sick bay drinking Saurian and brandies. It's like here, you can
2: have it for tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know, I tell her it's Placto Soup or some shit.
2: <laughs> what is this?
0: If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time.
3: Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com
2: What, are you eating dinner? Yeah, but that's all right. Sounds like you're
0: smacking your gooms
3: like Pete. (laughs) I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm. (laughs) done. Do you you have a bottle of ketchup in your back pocket? I was just going to say, I had a
2: bun with ketchup on it for dinner.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You got it from the Ramada. Oh really, the Julian <laughs> Lennon? Know, that would that be, would be awesome. Awesome.
2: <laughs> the funny thing would be finish it and then send it to Julian Lennon. Tom, this is our story of our concert oh, when we God. Want to you. <laughs>
3: That would be awesome. Try to get him, get him to do like an exclusive song. <laughs> that that you can do as like. Yeah. A- that you could that you could do as like a digital download when you bought that bought the book or something that would be freaking cool, man. Oh
0: yeah, Julian Lennon <laughs> ode to Pete Hesh would be uh, <laughs> <laughs> as good as yeah. it yeah. got. Ode to Pete. <laughs> yeah, it could be double white it, 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 instead of double <laughs> fantasy. It'd be double
2: white. <laughs> yeah, <not> double white. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which kind of goes along with the white album too. So it's it's kind of Beatles. <laughs> It'll be the Ash double Ash. white album.
3: <laughs> well, did we ever, t- Randy? Did we ever tell you about that time that uh, Chris and I were in a place in uh, in Rochester? Chris, what the hell was the name of that place? Wax and Facts. Where we was that were, the name of it? Where we were record shopping? Yeah, oh, we were going record through the archives. I think. Record archives. That's right. We're going through the bootlegs. And I found a friggin' Beatles album that said on the cover of it said "Double White," and we just started laughing. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if that's where Pete got that shit from. Probably
2: is. You know, because if he, you know, in his day he was a Beatles fan.
3: Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I knew he had a it wouldn't shitload surprise of records, me at all. Too.
2: Oh yeah, half that of them. Half of his Beatles albums I got from him, so I'm, I'm thrilled with that. I got a lot of his original, unopened Beatles albums.
3: Did wow. <laughs> you give them to you, or you just took them? I stole them.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> got him drunk and stole his
2: whole piece. <laughs> no, I, I bought them from him at a reduced rate.
3: At <laughs> <laughs> an inebriation,
0: everything sale. must go sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get his dentures? See, you don't really too need that you anymore.
2: It? It? What's
0: that? Did you get his dentures while you were at it?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they were made out of whiskey bottles. <laughs> <laughs> he had glass, He instead of wooden, He has glass teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I loved your I, I loved your I'm wondering. God, that's funny! Oh God! <laughs> I mean, you look just like him. It's amazing. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Knowing that I need you to save me. <laughs>
1: Wondering if I'll be alone Knowing that I need you to save me Do I talk, talk Do I talk, talk Do I talk, talk talk, talk I've been talking all day long To keep my heart from sadness